Hey, it's Mia. It's Kennedy. And this, and this is, is the Silver Lining Podcast, Podcast with MNK. Today's topic is friendships. Um, some of you may know and some of you may be new, but we have been friends for... Oof. Can we do math? Like our whole life. <laughs> Literally almost. our whole life. But to put a number on it, I think like 13 or 14 years. Yeah, definitely. Since we were like chilled, like literal babies. Literal children. Like from as, for as long as I can from remember, we were friends. Actually, Pre-K. So I think that we have some pretty good insight as to friendships and all about them and the ebbs and the flows and the we're How close and we're not. It. All of that. Um, it's been pretty healthy, like really healthy. But we, in our own lives, have been through friendship breakups and betrayals and all of that. And so we're just going to get into that today. Okay. So let's, let's start off with a healthy friendship. Okay. I feel like our friendship is a great example. I feel like it's a great representation so of and what that is. I think because, I think there are multiple components that go into this, you know, so I think one of these things is the fact that we're able to communicate with each other. Um, yeah. And part of that comes from the fact that we're always on the same wavelength. Like, it's actually crazy. Sometimes we can say the same thing <laughs> at the same time. Um, but the things that we don't are, can already tell from literal, like, telekinesis or whatever, um, we communicate to each other what we're feeling, um, what we're thinking and I think that that makes it really healthy because without communication comes misunderstanding and confusion right so I think that that's something that's really healthy that we do and the second thing or the second component I think that we do is give each other like we're not always on each other and then I think that that makes us like want to be with each other more because we're not like completely like oh we're hanging out like every single day and we don't give each other any time to breathe so I think also, like, obviously, like, letting us have other friends and all of yeah, that. Yeah, like, I was going to say that. It, I feel like that's so, because there's a lot of, oh, jealousy and this and that that can come with it. But I feel like it's the space that we have. Like, it's very healthy in the air. So if there's something, you can communicate it. Like, it's never, yeah like. We're never scared. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying. It's so comfortable. Right. It's so open. It's so everything and i think that familiarity comes from us being around each other for so long right (laughs) um and also trust trusting that that person will not judge you for whatever you want to say i feel like there was a point in time like in our friendship where we like we had been friends for so long like this is my elementary school friend and once we got into talking about like different topics that we had never talked with each other before it was like a weird it was a transition for sure for sure yeah so trusting that anything that I say she won't like look at me differently for it is the best thing ever I think, I think that that's like a huge part like we were kids we were children yes. I mean we're we're 16 yeah <laughs> but we were like four yes. eight you know and Six, so seven. I feel like that in us playing on the playground and dumb stuff like kid stuff and then to transition to be high school and talking about college and, and having boyfriends right just stuff. everything that comes with just being a teenager yeah like you have to change not change the friendship but it has to like evolve yeah. as y'all both grow and y'all can grow together and that's instead of 
one person or you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's something that I wanted to talk about, like friendships, you know, having that ability to evolve as you grow in different stages. Because I think that there's something that we both talked about, about having like a class friendship. You know, like yeah. you only talk in class or you only talk in school. You only talk at church. Um, but the friendships that you really want to last, lasting over time. So like when you say, oh, yeah, you're going to be my bridesmaid. Like, are you really going to be at my wedding? I don't know. We have to make sure that that friendship can last time. And again, I think that no judgment because people are going to make bad mistakes. People are going to yeah. be in bad situations. And it's up to you to be there for them instead of casting judgment on them. Because if you judge them, then that person's just going to be like, okay, like I'm not going to include her in what I'm talking about anymore because you don't feel safe to talk about it, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I think it's very important to categorize your friendships, as you were saying, like a school friend, uh, just a friend that you're going to have for this long. Like you, it's sometimes it is conditional. Yeah. Friendships can be. And, uh, I think it's important to know that and to you can't be best friends with everybody. Right. I feel like that's something that a problem that everybody like runs into. You cannot have 3000 people that are your best friends. Yes. I feel like you have to have like a handful, like a maybe yeah. not, not even because then there's no substance when yeah. you have. And I feel like I've been in periods with that because or like where I'd be have this friend and this friend group and this friend group but you're not really connecting with any of them it's just kind of like surface level friendship and those are the friendships that don't move on because there's nothing for them to there's stand nothing on nothing to grow with yeah. each other but also that. understanding that friendships like some of them are definitely for a reason some of them are for a season 100 percent. some of them are for a lesson some of them like not all of them even the ones that you really really want to last are going to last which is Sad, a tough thing scary to and it's i feel like that's something that's not talked about a friendship breakup yes it's not talked about enough they are I, so hard extremely hard <laughs> because it's like completely you think that this person is going to be your best friend yeah. for life and this is the end all be all and this and is your bridesmaid exactly and it's that's your best friend for life right and then it's not and it it just happens like and it hurts that. so bad genuinely and it's not like a breakup because in relationships, you hope that they last, but they're never, yeah. they never have the longevity that a friendship will have. So when you expect something to last for eons and years <laughs> and decades and through boyfriends and then that ends, it is tough, but yeah. you have to, it's hard. Because it's really when hard. you start a relationship, it's like, as much as no one wants to say it, but the thought of it ending is always there. Yeah. There's an always thought of it ending. It is conditional if this turns toxic. Even if you're in love. Cut off. Yeah. 100%. Even if you're married. Even if you're married. There, there is divorce. Yes. There is things set to split right. up. Nothing is set up to split up a friendship. But That's you not, never think that a friendship you, exactly. is Exactly. When you first become friends with somebody, are you thinking about, hmm, I wonder how we're not going to be friends. Yeah, you Absolutely not. No one thinks that. And that's why I feel like it's so much harder because it's unexpected mm -hmm. it is completely unexpected i mean and sometimes you can feel them drifting apart and it is expected yeah. and that you know watching the um the graduality of your friendship going from something that was really strong to something that kind of tapers out is really hard too um but i think in those moments you have to surround yourself with 
other friends (laughs) other (laughs) friends and family who really care about you because they're the ones who are going to pick you up um and take the place of that friend and maybe i've like experienced this where i have a friendship breakup and then the next season of my life would they would have not fit in that um part of my life so sometimes there's like reasons and lessons um that you don't realize until you're out of it but you just kind of have to take care of yourself while you're in it because your heart is kind of like in a bruised place yeah and i feel like uh to touch on the fact about they wouldn't match in another part of your life i think that trying to hold on to a friendship that's no longer there is if it's not healthy for yourself Mm -hmm. it's you have to like when you know that it's time and you know that this friendship isn't healthy or you know that y'all are on two different paths and your morals don't align or there's just a lot of things that are coming in between it Mm -hmm. it is so much easier to just let it go and I know that it sounds terrible and it's sad and that's your best friend but at the end of the day you sometimes you have to do what is best for you and yourself for sure and you have to let it go like if it doesn't suit you it does not suit you it doesn't whenever I think of things and I feel like sometimes God will try and, like, show me this visual picture of trying to jam a puzzle piece, like a literal puzzle piece, into this empty space of a puzzle and it not fitting. And you're right. just, like, jamming the puzzle piece in there. Jamming you want, it in. You want it to work. And you want it to work so bad, but no matter how you dice it, that puzzle piece is not going to fit in the puzzle. So you have to first accept it. It's like the seven stages of grief, almost. The seven stages of grief of a friendship. Can we trademark that? right because it is you have to eventually accept that this relationship is not fitting you anymore and that there will be better for you in the future there's always better for you in the future so i have a question okay is it possible to be good friends with someone with completely different morals and values i feel like this year the past couple years america in general has gotten like really polarized and divided so do you think that it is possible to have completely different morals and values and be a good friend i believe so i believe that it is possible but there are a a little bit of terms Mm -hmm. because i've also experienced with this and because i'm a christian and i have friends that are atheists they do not believe in god at all and as long as you are not disrespectful towards my beliefs and I my agree. religion then we can 110 percent be friends mm-hmm. if your thongs are not disrespectful of my political views or anything like that we can 110 percent be friends right and i have had friendships where that does work out and i have had friendships where it doesn't work out because if i'm talking about how i'm praying because i'm feeling this and you tell me oh that doesn't work oh that's stupid then i'm gonna be like oh yeah <laughs> like maybe we can just talk about that because that's just rude and it's like it has nothing to do with what you believe it's that's just me and that's what i choose to do and whatever you choose to do i completely respect that and i understand that that's what helps you and i feel like if there is a line and a boundary that you do not cross or be disrespectful to that then you can be friends yeah i agree i think that for some people they cannot like they cannot differentiate what like how good of a friend a person can be even if you have slightly different views on things right so us having friends who have different religions and other slightly different political views is okay you just have to both parties have to come 
to that point with grace and with respect for the other person because if not it's not gonna work it's not gonna work at all both people have to be completely yeah respectful respectful um but also if it came down to literally like the color of my skin and that was something that you and you just didn't believe in something that would protect me or something like that then I would have to have a conversation with myself about which is what I think you're going to talk about like staying true to yourself right um in friendships because you never want to feel like you're conforming to whatever they want you to or conforming to something that would make you like them better you know exactly and to be accepted or anything like if someone is drinking that's not you yeah you don't need to do that you right. have to stay true to yourself and yeah. i think that is something in high school that a lot of people do especially if you're new to whatever you're going into if you're new yeah. to a group if you're new to a club if you're new to a class you'll try and fit like who you are into that so that you can feel like accepted which is okay to a certain extent <laughs> you know yeah um yeah i think that a lot of people will conform to something and then wonder once you start to get more comfortable with that person why they are surprised by certain things that you say or why they don't understand like something that you would say because you are trying to mimic who they are you know yeah and that's not who you are okay i have a question okay how did you best heal from a friendship breakup okay my biggest thing is time and I know that people kind of roll their eyes maybe it's a cliche (laughs) but it's true that's why people say it because when you first when it's first like when it's first done yeah when the stab is like (laughs) then you are hurt it is fresh fresh hurt and those things only go away with time so I think being patient with yourself as you're feeling these emotions, feeling anger, happiness, joy, sadness, all of these things, not allowing yourself to, or not restricting yourself rather from a certain emotion and allowing yourself to feel all of that along with time will help you along the way. Um, yeah, because I think that you can think that like you're completely over something and then you'll see a picture or you'll yeah. see a TikTok or them in person. And you'll be like, wow, like we genuinely had such a good relationship and what happened to it. Um, but accepting that and then also wanting to wish the better for them is something completely, completely far. But that takes time. So I think my answer to I completely agree with that. I mm-hmm. think and it is so important to feel every single emotion. Yeah. I have some people try to suppress it or ignore it or distract themselves. Mm-hmm. And that is probably one of the worst things you can do because you're delaying the inevitable right you're going to feel it don't delete the pictures don't delete the tiktoks don't delete i feel like i mean if it's a post okay take it down Mm -hmm. if they played dead in your face take it down whatever but i don't believe in deleting them at all because when i see it i want to cry like when i see it i want to cry so then when i come back to it and i'm not crying this time like i know that i'm over it and i'm yeah like i want to be able to look at this stuff and be like that was such a good friendship that we had yeah and it's no longer here and i'm okay with that like i've accepted that i've whatever yeah that's funny because i'm the opposite (laughs) (laughs) like i i need i need complete blockage from that to heal from it 
Like, I don't want to see it in my camera roll because then I'll feel like it'll be in my face and I can't move on from that. Um, if I'm seeing this picture, this TikTok, as if, as if this person is still a part of my life. So I delete the TikToks. I delete the pictures because I just, you know, I see my camera roll. I kind of cleanse through my camera roll as something that kind mm-hmm. of, like, goes on with me. And if that person isn't going on with me, then I don't really want it in my camera that is completely understandable yeah i have a thousand things in my camera roll like it's i think i have eight thousand photos in my camera roll and it's bad mine's like 11 or 11 yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay another thing that i want to talk about is low and high maintenance friendships now we have talked about this at length yeah so many times because i am a low maintenance friendship kind of gal i do not um, I, I'm kind of a calm, mellow person, so I do not like people who are super loud and require all of this attention. Um, so yeah, I love like a low maintenance friendship where we can catch up and talk with each other and I can kind of have that space to miss you because in a high maintenance friendship, it's hard to miss someone who's constantly like there, 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 you know? Yeah. So I feel like with us, like, I feel like we talk a lot, but we also, like, could talk way more than what we do now. So I feel like we give each other the space to be like, oh, I miss you. Maybe one weekend we won't hang out with each other. Maybe one weekend we hang out with other people, you know? Um, So I think giving each other the space to miss them also is really healthy for a relationship. And when you dog that on, then it kind of gets, like, it can get a little restricting and toxic. Yeah, I think that I've experienced both high and low maintenance friendships. And I think that the low maintenance ones probably are the healthier. It's the healthier option. Yeah. But you always, you probably have that person that you're with all the time. Mm-hmm. Y'all go here and here together. And it's it's fun and it's everything. But then I feel like about what you said, another weekend that yeah. you hang out with someone else, then it's like, oh you're hanging out with someone else yeah and I like, feel like that's what are you doing <laughs> yeah like that's a that that's a problem that tends to pop up in a high maintenance kind of friendship yeah if you don't text them this time or you don't whatever it starts to feel like if you're the lack of it gets communication it does a little and maybe that's just us yeah and that I like my because I love talking to people like I can talk to people all day all night but at the end like I just need a little bit to myself yeah just a little bit a little bit of space and when you have someone completely on you that's yeah. why, like, teen moms, y'all are great, but, like, to have a baby on you at mm-hmm. all times, like, taking up your space, that is a high-maintenance relationship right there. Very that is high. a high-maintenance relationship for 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about, like, high-maintenance friendships, but that is a high-maintenance relationship. So, I think it's only healthy in certain relationships, oh, sorry, relationships where that requires it. Um... But if I have the choice, I'm going to go late, low-maintenance Yeah, I would definitely choose a low-maintenance friendship over a high one as well. I have one more question for you. When do you think friendships start to become toxic? Like, what is, what are the red flags? Or wait, wait, maybe the orange flags that you start <laughs> to see and you're like... It's not, like, hmm. too late. Not to too yet. late, you're but right. you're, you're getting there. Some orange flags. Yeah. I feel like if you ever feel like you are holding back, yeah, restricting yourself, something, doing, saying something. Obviously, if it's something that's like 
controversial yeah that's not what i'm talking yeah. about i'm just saying in general to be yourself mm-hmm. if you ever feel like that that's an orange flag mm-hmm. if you ever feel start feeling insecure because of something that they're doing or you feel like they are have negative like intentions or anything that just feels ill and you feel like you can't bring it up yeah it's like an orange flag yeah i think that's something that's like okay even if you felt this way it should be a open space that you can talk about it or it should be something that you're like oh i know this person i agree and they wouldn't whatever but um what are some some other orange flags what do you think i think when you start when the arguing starts to become a norm that oh is... yeah i when have we argued fun fact we've never argued. we've argued <laughs> I know that they said like arguments are healthy or whatever, but I think it's not an argument. Yeah. It's literally just communication. Yeah. Like we will resolve something or sometimes it's not that big of a deal. It's and not. And I'll at just all. let her have and it. We're or just she'll like, just let me have it. I know? just have like a headache or something. Yeah. And that's literally it. Like it's never it been something to, yeah. that you do. We've never had arguments. And I think also something to add to the genuine healthy friendships is that knowing the worth of the friendship. Knowing 100%. the worth of the categories, the categories, mm-hmm. right? Because you have your school friendships and you have your church friendships and you have acquaintances, good friends, close friends, best friends, super best friends. There's the, those are the categories in my brain. And you have to know that the situation that you may pr- present to your genuine friendship is not worth losing that friendship. So I think that's something with me and Mia. We do not do anything that could even risk, that could even ponder the question of losing our friendship because it means so much to both of us. So when, like, friends and stuff, they, like, have, like, cheat on their boyfriends and stuff and talk about them, like, it's just not worth it. And I think that we both realize that. Yeah, I think that the weight that our friendship holds in each other's lives is so great that it's nothing that I would do nothing. Like, I wouldn't, like, it could be, let's say it's some boy. Yeah. We both like him. He's gone. Who cares about him? Because I'll let you have him. I don't care. No, we would drop him. Yeah. I feel like we would just both be like, okay, well, that's, it is what it is. Because I don't even want to do, do something that would even jeopardize right. half of what we have. Like and I wouldn't. And people do that. I think people don't know the weight of what they have until they lose it. Exactly. And that is why they lose the friendship because they don't understand how much it matters to them. Or maybe ten years down the road, you look back and you say that was such a good friendship, but I, it was such a silly mistake or something yeah. like that that made this friendship go down the drain. And so we prevent that altogether yeah. <laughs> by um, recognizing your worth in your friendship. And I think that that's something that everyone has to do, like assess the worth in your relationship and ask yourself if this guy or if this situation was worth losing your friend, losing that place in your life, losing your comfort, your safety, whatever. Is that worth that? And what you were saying previously about the this person being your bridesmaid is that really going to happen yeah i feel like the people in the friendship have complete control over that yeah and i feel like yes there are situations yes there are things that happen but 
just like in a relationship, y'all can do this together. Right. Like y'all can move past this together. Y'all can communicate through this, whatever the situation is, no matter how big or small, you can still end in being the same like amount of friends, yeah. you know? And I feel like that is something that we we make sure our friendship lasts. Right. Because in my head, the category Yeah. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's the highest category. It, it like, is. So why do something little to jeopardize something that is the, someone who is gonna be your guide? Right? Exactly. Because I don't care if we're not friends. I'm gonna crash your wedding. I don't even care. <laughs> but we're not gonna do anything initially to even cause that kind of rift or that kind of conflict or right. tension in our relationship because it's not worth it at all. It's just not worth it. Um, and then something else. I wanted to talk about is friendship surviving like college and milestones. I think is something that I don't know if it's talked about enough. And I feel like since we're both in high school, it's vastly approaching as we're going through high school. Um, and having friends that obviously are not not everybody's gonna oh we're all gonna apply to the same college and get in. <laughs> not no everyone's way. going with you. Right. Wherever you're Nobody. Going. Not everybody is going to go with you. And you probably are not going to go with me as much as I don't want to talk about it because it hurts my soul. Um, but making sure that those friendships survive college, survive the hours of distance and the new lives that y'all are taking on because you are in different cities and you're at different colleges and you're taking different classes and you're seeing different people. Um, and so what do you think is the key to surviving college with friendships i feel like i say this so much but communication i think the communication is literally everything right if i understand that you'll both be busy so maybe you won't talk that often but i feel like that's communicating you hey i'm busy so can we are you free thursday maybe we all can facetime set a date yeah like set up a date a literal date with your friend catch up with them we are gonna eat ice cream at 7 30 yeah I'm going to take a train, 30 minutes to come see you. What are you doing this weekend? Maybe a three-day we can go see them. Can I fly to you on Thanksgiving break? Right. Communicate with one another. Um, And also the effort. That is a huge thing. And the last thing that I want to talk about on this episode is the effort. Because, for example, I am putting 110% into this friendship. And, for example, Mia is putting 20%. You can't overcompensate for a friendship and expect it to last if the other person is not doing their job. So if you get to college and a friendship that you are really trying to maintain and just can't because of the other person happens, that is okay. And I think that that is on them. Her yeah. loss. It her way. loss. <laughs> yeah, her loss. I, com- I think that's such a problem that I have dealt with a lot, the effort in a friendship, because and maybe in your life, their their category is way higher than it is in theirs yeah and that is a sad truth but it is something that you do have to accept right because like i said there's always going to be better in the future and if this person doesn't value as you as much as you value them you have to let that go so when you get there put in that effort yeah talk to your friends set up times but if they are not doing that then then you have to say okay i've done everything i can and i really treasure this relationship but i cannot do it and because you it's just no longer you're right it's gonna be no longer what it was yeah. and 
that is what it is. This is not just college, by the way. If you're going, if you're from middle school, you're going to high school, y'all going to two different high schools, that also applies. Because yeah. there are plenty of friends that I'm no longer close with, just drifted apart. For sure. And it's it's inevitable as well. Like yeah. it's you are going to drift apart from people. And I feel like we also, fun fact, but I keep saying fun fact. <laughs> um, but me and Mia did not go to the same school. Maybe this is our third year, I think, going to the same school. Well, pre. Like, oh yeah, we had pre-K. Okay, wait, that was pre-K through first. Let's walk you through it. So okay. first, we went to a private school for like the first three years of our education, and then we went to different public school elementaries, and then we went to the same middle school for one year, mm-hmm. and then we went to different middle schools after that, and then freshman year we ended up at the same high school. So, through all of that, we had to make time for each other. Because I'm not going to see you in class. I'm not going to see you at lunch. I'm not going to see you at a club that the school has. We have to make that on our own. So, I think we kind of went through a trial of that as well. Of how much effort are we willing to put in to make this worth it, you know. To make sure that we can talk to each other and maintain our friendship. Yeah, and to ensure that both of us still felt loved by each other, even though we maybe we didn't talk this Absolutely. week. Maybe we, you know, we're busy. Yeah. And communication. Yeah. I think that's what all yeah. it is. That's like, it always comes back to <laughs> that. The final word is communication. <laughs> that's the final word in the podcast. And communication. Okay, so to close, what are your top five songs? Okay. This is in no particular order, by the way, because was I stressing over this just a little? She was. Uh, Just a little. But I've been definitely, I love Frank Ocean, so Dear April has been a song that I like. It's sad. I've never listened to that. Really? You actually have to. Is it a crime? Did you never? Yeah. Just a little one. Just a little? Okay. Like, maybe state jail for a night. Um, Middle of the Ocean by Drake on his new album, Pride by Kendrick Lamar, TV by Billy eilish and then coffee bean by travis scott i think that is a tough lineup and was is this a sign up from like the week or the month you said Ooh, the week just started the, we- the week did the week just, just start, start. so we- maybe like the past we two weeks let's go like the past two weeks sunday being the first day of the week. <laughs> right <laughs> that's for another episode um but the past two weeks okay because i feel like it changes like every week every Every week every week and a half literally okay what are yours okay no particular order because i can't do that i really Mm -mm. just can't and you'll see with my list that my music taste i will listen to taylor swift and then i'll listen to gunna then i'll listen to young doll then i'll listen to Ariana grande and then drake drake is our top artist so we're definitely gonna have Probably one song every time that we need. A hundred percent. Drake is. I I had to restrict myself from putting five Drake Literally. songs on there because I would have. But you know, okay, I know go. they're gonna think that we have no taste. Okay, <laughs> let me say my five. Okay, so Club Paradise by Drake. Um, love it. This this is a little bit old, and I love all of the songs by from his new album. And if I would have done it, then it would have been all five songs. It would have. So I'm going. Maybe, what was that, 2019? I'm going back three years to Club Paradise. I actually wasn't listening to it until someone put me on it, and it was, I love it. Okay, next is I Am by Lil Baby and Gunna. I I don't know, it's just like a, you know the song where you can just like, on the go, like you can just listen to it, like you don't need to, it'll kind of like, 
hype you up you can yeah. it'll it'll walk with you to yeah class. I that's been my song um lone star by Faye webster kind of getting into like the kind of softer songs i love Faye webster um and kind of just like listening to i wouldn't call her country maybe not indie either maybe alternative is what i would call her i love that song um and i thought i'd listen to all of her songs so finding that one was a little bit of a treat um dear john by taylor swift she is i love taylor swift i like <laughs> we have another episode but i love her um and dear john is an old song but i think it's so good like to, you know those car songs you can belt your heart out too right dear john is one of them and then also tv by billy eilish we both had billy phases oof and I feel like we go in and out of them, and I TV is kind of bringing us back into it. Yeah, it is. It's just like reminding me. What was I like seventh grade? Yeah, yeah. Because her second album is this a hot take? Was not my favorite. Which album? Wait, when I'm a wait. No. What's it called? When the one, asleep? the one that has like her face on it. The Which second one, is one? That? the one that's like black with like mm-hmm. her? not the black one. No. That's my favorite one. That's that the one's best really one. good. No, literally, I think the that second one. The well, the fact <gasps> happier that you than don't ever, know. happier yeah. than ever. I was okay. like, the fact that you hold don't on. know about the second hold one. Hold on, hold on. Happier than ever is so good. Are you joking? You don't like it? I. It's not that I don't like it, but I like the first one more. You know, we are gonna we're gonna discuss this, and we're, yeah, I'm gonna play have to some have of the music. Episode about songs, just music, because we love. My my music taste is immaculate. No one can tell me no otherwise. Tell Absolutely me no one. And we haven't even like some of the artists that we both listen to is not on our top set top five today. Um, so we'll get into that later. But I love TV by Billie Eilish. Kind it's of a like a sweet song. lullaby song, I which know, I used like, to listen to. It's kind of sad that you can you can cry, you can yeah. not cry. Definitely cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we have gone a little bit over time. Yeah, but definitely, for sure. Thank you guys for For listening to our first episode. Bye. Bye.